Welcome to the PC Speaking Podcast series, Through the Bible in a Year, where we come together for daily reading and reflection as we journey through the scriptures. Let's dive into today's episode with Pastor Chris Miller. Hello and welcome back to the PC Speaking Podcast, where we are reading through the entire Bible in a year. Today is day number 33. We're on February 2nd of the calendar, if you're following the calendar year. And our reading is from Exodus chapters 18 through 21 in the Old Testament and Matthew chapter 23 in the New Testament. Uh, We'll begin with Exodus, uh, where we find Moses is visited by his father-in-law, Jethro. And Jethro gives Moses some advice on delegation and leadership. And he recommends to Moses that he appoints some capable leaders to assist him in governing the people. And Moses does that. He heeds Jethro's advice, which eases his burden um, uh, judging the people and doing administrative work and all that good stuff. And then moving on to Exodus 19, the Israelites arrive at Mount Sinai where God establishes his covenant with them. He outlines the conditions of that relationship, promising to bless them if they're obedient to his commands. And then over into chapter 20, God delivers the 10 commandments to Moses, the uh, fundamental laws guiding the Israelites in their relationship with God. God and with people. Um, Ten Commandments was super important. They're the foundational part or a foundational part of Western culture. A lot of people may not realize that, but they are very important to uh, Western culture. Over into Exodus chapter 21, specific laws uh, are detailed. They address some issues like slavery, personal injury, property rights, and they provide Israel with a framework for living within the community. Um, something to remember about Israel at this point is they're, you know, a brand new nation. They're just just out of slavery in Egypt. They really don't have any way of governing themselves. And this is where we see, um, yeah, their, their first government for, uh, that's going to be the framework for them to live by. And one of the things you can see in our reading today is the significance of guidance, you know, both divine and human, in shaping an orderly society. Then over into Matthew chapter 23 in the New Testament, Jesus addresses the crowds and his disciples. He uh, condemns the hypocrisy of the scribes and Pharisees. Um, Yeah, he gives them such a bad time, but they're always trying to give him a bad time too. And specifically, he warns them against their external displays of righteousness, but lacking the inner devotion to God's principles and and being righteous on the inside. And that's something we all need to consider at times. It's easy to be a hypocrite. We could all use a little more emphasis on genuine humility and righteousness. Something to think about while we read today. Let's go to our reading. Uh, We're going to start in Old Testament, Exodus chapter 18, where Jethro comes to counsel Moses. Beginning in verse one, Jethro, the priest of Midian, Moses' father-in-law heard of all that God had done for Moses and for Israel, his people, and that the Lord had brought Israel out of Egypt. Then Jethro, Moses' father-in-law, took Zipporah, Moses' wife, after he had sent her back and her two sons and one who was named Gershom. For he said, I have been a sojourner in a foreign land. And the name of the other was Eliezer. And he said, the God of my father was my help and he delivered me from the sword of Pharaoh. Then Jethro, Moses' father-in-law, came with his sons and his wife to Moses in the wilderness where he camped at the mountain of God. 
And he said to Moses, I, your father-in-law Jethro, am coming to you and your wife and her two sons with her. Then Moses went out to meet his father-in-law and bowed down and kissed him. And they asked each other of the other's welfare. And then they went into the tent. Moses told his father-in-law all that the Lord had done to Pharaoh and to the Egyptians for Israel's sake and all the hardships that had come on them along the way. And now that the Lord had delivered them, Jethro rejoiced because of all the goodness which the Lord had done for Israel, whom he had delivered out of the hand of the Egyptians. Jethro said, the Lord be blessed who has delivered you out of the land of the Egyptians and out of the hand of Pharaoh. He who has delivered the people from under the hand of the Egyptians. Now I know that the Lord is greater than all gods for in the matter in which they treated the people insolently, he was above them. Then Jethro, Moses' father-in-law, took a burnt offering and sacrifices for God and Aaron and all the elders of Israel came to eat bread with Moses' father-in-law before God. On the next day, Moses sat to judge the people and the people stood around Moses from the morning until the evening. When Moses' father-in-law saw all that he was doing for the people, he said, what is this thing that you're doing for the people? Why are you sitting by yourself while all the people stand around you from morning until evening? Then Moses said to his father-in-law, because the people come to me to inquire of God. When they have a dispute, it comes to me and I judge between a man and his neighbor and I make known the statutes of God and his laws. Moses' father-in-law said to him, what are you doing? What you're doing is no good. You'll surely wear yourself out, both you and these people who are with you, for this thing is too heavy for you. You're not able to do it by yourself. Now listen to me. I will advise you, and may God be with you. You be a representative for the people of God so that you may bring their disputes to God, and you shall teach them the statutes and laws and shall show them the way in which they must walk and work that they must do. Moreover, you shall choose out of all the people, capable men who fear God, men of truth, hating dishonest gain, and places these and place these men over them to be rulers of thousands, rulers of hundreds, rulers of fifty, and rulers of tens. But then judge, let them judge the people at all times, and let it be that every difficult matter they shall bring to you, but every small matter they shall judge, so that it will be easier for you, and they will bear the burden with you. If you shall do this thing, and God commands you so, then you will be able to endure. And all these people also will go out to their place in peace. So Moses listened to his father-in-law and did everything that he had said. Moses chose capable men out of all Israel and made them heads over the people. Rulers of thousands, rulers of hundreds, rulers of fifties and rulers of tens. They judged the people at all times. They brought the difficult cases to Moses, but they judged every small matter themselves. Moses sent out his father-in-law and he went away to his own land, Exodus chapter 19. In the third month after the children of Israel had gone forth out of the land of Egypt, on the same day they came into the wilderness of Sinai when they set out from Rephidim. They came to the wilderness of Sinai and camped in the wilderness. Israel camped where they're there before the mountain. Moses went up to God and the Lord called to him from the mountain saying, thus you shall say to the house of Jacob and tell the children of Israel, You've seen what I did to the Egyptians and how I lifted you up on eagles' wings and brought you out myself. Now, therefore, if you will faithfully obey my voice and keep my covenant, then you shall be my special possession out of all the nations, for all the earth is mine. And you will be to me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. These are the words which you shall speak to the children of Israel. So Moses came and called it to the elders of the people and laid before them all these words which the Lord commanded him. Then all the people answered together and said, All that the Lord has spoken, we will do. And Moses brought back the words of the people to the Lord. 
The Lord said to Moses, Indeed, I'm going to come to you in a thick cloud so that the people may hear when I speak with you and always believe in you. Then Moses told the words of the people to the Lord. The Lord said to Moses, Go to the people and sanctify them today and tomorrow and have them wash their clothes and be ready for the third day. For on the third day, the Lord will come down in the sight of all the people on Mount Sinai. You shall set boundaries for the people all around, saying, Take heed to yourselves so that you do not go up into the mountain or touch its border. Whoever touches the mountain will surely be put to death. No hand will touch him, but he shall surely be stoned or shot through. Whether it be beast or man, he shall not live. When the trumpet sounds a long blast, they shall come up to the mountain. So Moses went down from the mountain to the people and sanctified the people, and they washed their clothes. He said to the people, Be ready for the third day. Do not go near your wives. So on the third day in the morning, there was thunder and lightning and a thick cloud on the mountain and the sound of an exceedingly loud trumpet. All the people who were in the camp trembled. Then Moses brought the people out of the camp to meet God, and they stood at the foot of the mountain. Now Mount Sinai was completely covered in smoke because the Lord God had descended upon it like fire. And the smoke ascended like smoke of a furnace, and the whole mountain shook violently. When the sound of the trumpet grew louder and louder, Moses spoke, and God answered him with a voice. The Lord came down on Mount Sinai, on the top of the mountain, and the Lord called Moses up to the top of the mountain, and Moses went up. Then the Lord said to Moses, Go down, warn the people, lest they force their way to the Lord, and many of them perish. Let the priests also, which come near the Lord, sanctify themselves, lest the Lord break through against them. Moses said to the Lord, the people cannot come up to the Mount Sinai for you warned us saying, set boundaries around the mountain and sanctify it. Then the Lord said to him, go get down and come up, you and Aaron with you. But do not let the priests and the people force their way through to come up to the Lord, lest he break through against them. So Moses went down to the people and spoke to them. Exodus chapter 20. Now God spoke all these things saying, I am the Lord, your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. You shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make for yourself any graven idol or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth beneath or that is in the water below the earth. You shall not bow down to them or serve them. For I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers on the children to the third and fourth generation of them who hate me and showing loving kindness to the thousands of them who love me and keep my commandments. You shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain, for the Lord will not hold guiltless anyone who takes his name in vain. Remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God, and on it you shall not do any work. You shall work, you or your son or your daughter or your male servant or your female servant or your livestock or your sojourner who is within your gates. For in six days, the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea and all that is in them and rested on the seventh day. Therefore, the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and made it holy. Honor your father and your mother that your days may be long in the land which the Lord your God is giving you. You shall not murder, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not steal, you shall not bear false witness against your neighbor. You shall not covet your neighbor's house, you shall not covet your neighbor's wife or his manservant or his maidservant or his ox or his donkey, or anything that is your neighbor's. All the people witnessed the thunder and lightning and the sound of the trumpet and the mountain smoking. And when the people saw it, they trembled and stood at a distance. They said to Moses, speak to us and we will listen, but do not let God speak to us lest we will die. Moses said to the people, do not fear for God has come to test you so that the fear of him may be before you so that you do not sin. 
The people stood at a distance away as Moses drew near to the thick darkness where God was. Then the Lord said to Moses, thus you shall say to the children of Israel, you yourselves have, been, have seen that I have spoken to you from heaven. You shall not make gods of silver alongside me or make gods of gold for yourselves. You shall make an altar of earth for me and on it you shall sacrifice your burnt offerings and your peace offerings, your sheep and your oxen. In every place where I cause my name to be honored, I will come to you and bless you. If you will make an altar of stone, you shall not build it out of cut stones. For if you use your tool on it, you will have polluted it. And you shall not go up the steps to my altar so that your nakedness will not be exposed on it. Exodus chapter 21. Now these are the judgments which you will set before them. If you buy a Hebrew servant, he will serve for six years. But on the seventh, he shall go out free without paying anything. If he came in by himself, he shall go out by himself. If he is married, then his wife will go out with him. If his master gives him a wife and she bears him sons or daughters, the wife and her children shall belong to her master and he will go out by himself. However, if the servant plainly says, I love my master, my wife and my children, I will not go out free. Then his master will bring him to the judges. Then he shall also bring him to the door or to the doorpost and his master shall bore his ear through with an awl and he shall serve him forever. If a man sells his daughter to be a female servant, she shall not go out as the male servants do. If she does not please her master who has betrothed her to himself, then he shall let her be redeemed. He has no authority to sell her to a foreign nation because he has dealt deceitfully with her. If he has designated her for his son, then he shall deal with her according to the customary rights of daughters. If he marries another wife, then he must not diminish the first one's food, her clothing, or her marital rights. If he does not provide these three for her, then she shall go out free without paying money. He that strikes a man so that he dies shall surely be put to death. However, if it was not premeditated, but the God but God let him fall into his hand, then I will appoint you a place where he may flee. But if a man willfully comes upon his neighbor in order to kill him cunningly, then you must take him from my altar that he may die. He who strikes his father and his mother shall surely be put to death. He who kidnaps a man and sells him, or if he's found in his possession, shall surely be put to death. He who curses his father or his mother shall surely be put to death. If men fight and one strikes the other with a stone or with his fist, and he does not die, but must remain in bed, and then if he gets up and walks around on his staff, then he who struck him shall go unpunished. Only he must pay for his loss of time and shall see to it that he is thoroughly healed. If a man strikes his male servant or his female servant with a rod so that he or she dies at his hand, then he shall surely be punished. Nevertheless, if he survives for a day or two, then he shall not be punished, for it is his money. If men fight and hurt a pregnant woman so that her child is born prematurely, yet there is no serious injury, then he shall be punished, surely punished in accordance with that woman's husband demands of him, and he shall pay as the judges determine. But if there's any serious injury, then you shall give life for life, eye for eye, tooth for tooth, hand for hand, foot for foot, burn for burn, wound for wound, bruise for bruise. If a man strikes the eye of his male servant or the eye of his female servant so that it is destroyed, then he must let him go free on account of his eye. If he knocks out his male servant's tooth or his female servant's tooth, then he shall let him or her go free on account of the tooth. If an ox gores a man or a woman to death, then the ox must surely be stoned and its flesh must not be eaten, but the owner of the ox will be acquitted. 
But if the ox has had the habit of goring and the owner has been made aware of it and he has not kept it in and it, was, and it has killed a man or a woman, then the ox shall be stoned and its owner shall also be put to death. If a ransom is set for him, then he shall give for the ransom of his life whatever is demanded of him, whether it gored a son or gored a daughter, it will be done to him according to this rule. If the ox gores a male servant or a female servant, then its owner shall give 30 shekels of silver to their master and the ox must be stoned. If a man opens a pit or if a man digs a pit and does not cover it and an ox or donkey falls in it, the owner of the pit must make restitution. He must give money to the owner and the dead animal will be his. If one's man ox hurts another's so that it dies, then shall if, then they shall sell the live ox and divide its proceeds and divide the dead ox also. Or if it be known that the ox has had the habit of goring and its owner has not kept it in, then he shall surely pay for the ox, pay ox for ox and the dead animal will be his own. Over to the New Testament, Matthew chapter 23. Then Jesus said to the crowds and to his disciples, the scribes and the Pharisees sit in Moses' seat. Therefore, whatever they tell you to observe, that observe and do, and do not do their works, for they speak, but do nothing. They fasten heavy loads that are hard to carry and lay them on men's shoulders, but they themselves will not move them with a finger. They do all their works to be seen by men. They make their scripture boxes broad and lengthen the tassels on their prayer shawls. They love the places of honor at feasts and the prominent seats in synagogues and greetings in the marketplaces and being called rabbi by men. But do not be called rabbi for you have one teacher, the Christ, and you are all brothers. And call no man on earth your father for you have one father who is in heaven nor be called teachers for you have one teacher, the Christ. He who is greatest among you shall be your servant for he who exalts himself will be humbled and he who humbles himself will be exalted. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites! You shut the kingdom of heaven against men, for you neither enter yourselves nor allow those who are entering to go in. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites! You devour widows' houses for pretense, make long prayers, therefore you will receive the greater condemnation. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites! You travel sea and land to make one proselyte, and when he becomes one, you make him twice as much a son of hell as yourselves. Woe to you blind guides who say, if anyone swears by the temple, it is nothing. But if anyone swears by the gold of the temple, he is obligated. You blind fools, which is greater, the gold or the temple that sanctifies the gold. And you say, if anyone swears by the altar, it is nothing. But if anyone swears by the gift on it, he is obligated. You blind fools, which is greater, the gift or the altar that sanctifies the gift. Therefore, he who swears by the altar swears by it and by all things on it. But he who swears by the temple swears by it and by him who dwells in it. And he who swears by heaven swears by the throne of God and by him who sits on it. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites. You tithe mint and dill and cumin, but have neglected the way to your matters of law, justice and mercy and faith. These you ought to have done without leaving the others undone. You blind guides who strain out a gnat and swallow a camel. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites. You cleanse the outside of the cup and dish, but inside they are full of extortion and greed. You blind Pharisee, first cleanse the inside of the cup and dish, that the outside of them may also be clean. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites. You're like whitewashed tombs, which indeed appear beautiful outwardly, but inside are full of dead men's bones and of all uncleanness. 
So you also outwardly appear righteous to men, but inside you're full of hypocrisy and iniquity. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites. You build the tombs and the prophets and adorn memorials of the righteous and say, if we lived in the days of our fathers, we would not have partaken of them in shedding the blood of the prophets. Therefore, you are witnesses against yourselves that you are sons of those who murdered the prophets. Fill up then the measures of your father's guilt. You serpents, you generation of vipers, how can you escape the judgment of hell? Therefore, I send you prophets and wise men and scribes. Some of them you will kill and crucify, and some you will scourge in your synagogues and persecute them from city to city. That you may come all the righteous blood shed on the earth, from the blood of the righteous Abel to the blood of Zacharias, son of Berechiah, whom you murdered between the temple and the altar. Truly I say to you, all these things will come to this generation. O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, you who killed the prophets and stoned those who are sent to you, how often I would have gathered your children together as hen gathers her chicks under the wings, but you would not. Look, your house has left you desolate, for I tell you, you shall not see me again until you say, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Well, that's our Bible reading for today. Uh, We'll wrap up with just a few devotional thoughts and meditations for today. Um, That was quite a bit of reading. You go back to where we started, considering how Jethro advised Moses. Think about the significance of seeking wise counsel. And are there areas in your life where you might need to seek guidance or wise counsel or maybe delegate some responsibility that could possibly ease burdens or improve outcomes? Um, I know that's something I need to think about often as a pastor. Um, Into the New Testament reading today, one of the more common complaints uh, we hear about Christians is that they're hypocrites. You know, whether that's true or not is, you know, debatable for sure, but it's, it's a complaint that we hear. And in today's reading, Jesus shows an apparent contrast between outward appearance and inward authenticity uh, among the Pharisees. And think about what you believe and how that you know, stands up against how you actually live. Are there areas in your life where there might be some inconsistencies that could use some work? What are some things you could do to align your convictions with your actions? Well, that's our reading for the day, and I look forward to speaking to you Thank you for joining us today on the PC Speaking Podcast. Tune in tomorrow for another episode of Through the Bible in a Year. If you have found this helpful, please follow the podcast and share it with a friend. It is our hope and prayer that every episode helps enrich your relationship with God and His Word. Even if the drums start beating, my soul